Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Turning Point Podcast. Today's episode is about productivity. This is the second episode of the mini series Mental Clarity, Productivity, and Essentialism. Before I move forward with the show, if you are loving the value that the podcast is providing to you, remember to go to iTunes and leave a rating and a review for the podcast. This episode is brought to you by Skillshare. If you're looking to learn a new skill, whether it is learning a little bit more about productivity, design, cooking, photography, you may go to turningpointpodcast.com and click on the link to get two premium months for free. And now, enjoy the show. Kicking off episode 20 about how to become more productive or embrace productivity. The interesting thing about productivity is that you can apply certain productivity tips or tricks to your life and see a change and you don't necessarily have to do a completely 360 with your entire lifestyle. In looking into productivity, I think the first step that you should think about is whether or not you would like to track productivity using online tools or maybe some handwritten techniques. There's some people that like to use more of a, I don't know, pen and a paper to kind of track productivity. Other people like to use online tools. And some people like me like a combination of both. But what I really want to do in this episode is capture things that work for me, but also capture things that I've learned in doing some research on productivity and whatnot that I may not be using, but work for you and you can apply it to your lifestyle. So first I want to cover something that I think I touched on the mental clarity episode, which is just taking a piece of paper with a pen and just creating some sort of brain dump in a notebook or whatever it is that you want to keep it. And this is just you put the date and you just put every thought, everything that that is kind of taking over space in your head of things that you need to do, whether they are personal tasks, work related tasks. Um, maybe you have a spouse or someone that asks you to do something, anything that's just accumulating space in your head that won't let you really focus on your day. The reason for this is like just putting them out there and getting it out of your head will then allow you to organize it accordingly so that you can kind of figure out maybe I can do from those 10 things, three today and two tomorrow and whatnot. But I found very useful the fact that I just put it all on paper. It's not consuming space in my head. I don't have to worry about it because then I go back. I have a small, uh, really small notebook. It's like a little moleskin notebook that I can fit in my back pocket. And I know that I can go through the notebook, see the dates and see the last brain dump and then organize my week based on that. So that's the first thing. The second thing I use is just my my calendar on my phone. Every time I have, whether it is dinner plans, lunch plans, any happy hours, work events, concerts, trips, whatever it is, as soon as I know that these are the dates that I'm going to be out, it's in my calendar and I invite my spouse as well so that she knows where I'm going, where I'm going to be, and we share everything back and forth on our calendar so that we can kind of synchronize what we're doing and it's just effective uh, for us as, as separate human beings and as a couple, as a family, just to know what we're doing. So those are two things, right? And like I said, I use a combination of both, online things and handwriting productivity techniques. So first brain dump, then organizing kind of my week. And again, that's handwritten for me 
and using my calendar. But as I'm going through my week uh, and I'm working on my computer and I'm doing several things, whether it is for my day job or whether it is after for the podcast, I do find that I get a little distracted by thinking, what is going on with social media? Do I need to do a post for the podcast? Do I need to review something? Or in the research, I ended up through this rabbit hole of going into some sort of social media video or YouTube or whatever it is. So then I tend to lose control and focus. So a thing that really helps me a lot is that there are several apps out there or I don't know, softwares that help you kind of block certain websites if you want quality time to focus. So there's two different um, apps for that, right? So if you have a Mac, you can use self-control. This is a free open source application for Macs that allow you to block your own access to distracting websites, right? So whether it is your email, whether it is Facebook, whatever websites you tend to go to, it lets you set a period of time to block them and you kind of blacklist them. And when the timer expires, then you're able to just keep going to those websites like you would normally. If you don't have a Mac, there's a similar app called Focal Filter for Windows, and it does essentially the same. And now that those websites are blocked, you can actually focus on what you need to do. What I would like to cover now is a technique that is used for time management, and it's called the Pomodoro Technique. It's a method that was developed by Francisco Cirillo in the late 1980s. This technique uses a timer to break down work in short, small chunks of time, whether it is 25 minutes, sometimes people do 30, then separated by short breaks. So what is the core process of this technique. So it actually involves six steps. Number one is choose a task that you like to get done. Something big, something small, something you've been putting up for a million years. It doesn't really matter. What matters is that it's something that deserves your full attention. Number two, set the Pomodoro timer for 25 minutes. Make a small oath to yourself that you will spend 25 minutes in this task and will not be interrupted by anything. Number three, Work on the task until the Pomodoro rings. Immerse yourself in this task for the next 25 minutes. If you suddenly realize that you have something you need to do or something that you need to do later on in that afternoon or night or whatever, write it down on a sheet of paper so you don't forget, but continue working on that task for the 25 minutes. Number four, when the Pomodoro rings, you should put a check mark next to your task because you should have been able to complete it. If it is a longer task, something that may have taken you more than 25 minutes, please be mindful of that. You may need a couple of Pomodoros, maybe 25 minutes here, then 25 minutes and kind of break that down if it's a longer task. Number five, take a breather. You just completed a task. Grab a cup of coffee, breathe, relax, stand up from your desk, just a few minutes. And the final step, number six, for every four Pomodoros, take a longer break. Once you've completed four, you can take a break of 20 minutes. Some people may do 30. Your brain will use this time to assimilate new information and rest before the next round of Pomodoros. So to summarize what we've done until now is basically understanding if your productivity tasks are a combination of online tools and classic pen and paper, or you're more of an offline person and you want to keep that pen and paper, or you just want to go deep diving into online productivity tools. So that's great. 
after that, we covered a little bit of the self-control application or software and focal filter to kind of block anything social media related or maybe anything else that's distracting to you so that you can focus on things. And now we covered the Pomodoro technique. So what I want to do now is cover some tools that might help you with that combination of a calendar or a pen and paper to put everything kind of together. So top three tools that I would recommend are Trello, TickTick, and Todoist. TikTok had some great features, including a Pomo timer, so you can practice the technique that we just discussed. It also has all in one place with calendar subscriptions that you can focus on your goals, you can collaborate with others, you can keep track of your time, you can actually um, input any tasks with a voice input feature, you can turn emails into tasks, you can do location reminder, multiple reminders, any annoying alert that you can think of, you can use with this app. If you need constant reminders, this is probably one of the best tools that you can use online for productivity. The next tool you can use is Todoist. I think the best part of this particular tool is that it has several integrations to like Google Calendar, Dropbox, and the Amazon Alexa, if that is something that you're looking to do. It also has kind of a more tangible process tracker where you can kind of see how things have been progressing throughout the week and kind of measure your success and all those tasks that you're doing. One last thing is that it is free and you can always upgrade to premium if you want more advanced features. The last tool I would recommend is Trello because I've been using it for so many years. It's one of the first ones I kind of stumbled upon I think it was one of the first ones that actually had an app too that you can just use on your phone and it has worked wonders for me on a personal level and on work. You can have multiple boards and those boards have kind of like big lists with cards and every card is a task. You can move it around between what you're working on, what's kind of on review and what has been done. You can attach wireframes if you're kind of working on some sort of design. You can attach a work document if you're trying to figure out how to word out some email or certain document so you can kind of keep everything organized and you have reminders that are sent to you also via email. So something that's been working great for me and it's free. All the tips and tricks that I've been sharing, whether it is the techniques or the tools, really help you automate your day so that you can focus on the quality of your work. One last thing that I would recommend is to study those who provide great quality productivity tips and who have studied this for a while and can help you kind of enhance your focus. And for me, there's three people and those would be uh, Robin Sharma, Nathaniel Drew, and Thomas Frank. One thing that Robin Sharma shares is called the 90-91 rule, which basically tells you that for 90 days, the first 90 minutes of your workday should be dedicated to the most important valued work that you need to do. Why? Because early in the morning, that's when the highest value hours where you can actually focus and your energy and everything's kind of clear, makes sense to dedicate those 90 minutes to the most important piece of work that you have to do that day. 
Of course, I'm not doing justice to the whole explanation and the in and outs of that one rule, but you can Google it and you will be able to find the video where he goes into detail. It's just about 15 minutes, 15, 16 minutes, and he explains a little bit more in detail why this 90-90-1 rule actually works. The reason why I really wanted to do a productivity episode and include it in the mini series is because there has been several studies that tie happiness to being productive. All too often, people think that busyness is the cause of stress, when in reality, being more productive may be the answer to happiness. It's just removing the busyness out of it. The author of Stumbling on Happiness said it best, a wandering mind is not a happy mind. And with that, I wrap up the productivity episode. As I am wrapping up the mini series, the last episode is going to be about essentialism and how the three episodes tie together to help you upgrade your lifestyle. If you would like to contribute to the podcast for the cost of less of a cup of coffee, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash turning point podcast. For now, peace out. See you next time.